Hey friends, welcome to your Good Life Now podcast. I am Frankie Martinez, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. This week is a very special week because it's Christmas, and I hope you have a very special Christmas with your family, your friends, your loved ones. It's my favorite time of the year. I love everything about it. I love all the food, the music, the festivities. To me, it's a very special time just to tell those that you care about, that you care about them, you love them. Whether it's through gifts or just spending time with them, celebrating, it's a very great time of the year. So I pray you do have a great time. But it's also an amazing time of the year because it's when we celebrate probably the greatest miracle of all time. When God entered the earth in the form of a human, when Jesus Christ was born, and that just changed everything. I mean, even our time is separated from before Christ and after he was born. And it just it's just very miraculous. But there's a verse that I love in the Bible, and it talks about the story of Christmas in the Bible when Jesus was born. It's talking about the prophecy that was made years, years before. It says, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And I love that because that's the true power of Christmas. The true power of Christmas is that God came to be with us. He came to walk on the earth with us. I love how it says that Jesus, he understands what we feel. I mean, how amazing is that? To have a God that wasn't just going to be God from a distance, but he wanted to relate to us. He wanted to feel what we feel, to know how it's like to be human. So he literally became human so he can completely relate to us. Everything we feel, all the stress, all the burdens, the anxiety, the pressures of life, he experienced, walked through the pain, and he knows what it's like to be a human. He knows what it's like. And I love that about God, that he wanted to be with us, to walk with us. And that's amazing. That's powerful. But the amazing thing is he didn't just come so to experience our, our life and leave, but he says he will never leave us or forsake us. He is God with us. He came and he came for good. He lives inside of us. If you've given your life to Jesus and surrendered to him, he lives inside of you. He's with us all the time. And that is truly the miracle of Christmas. That is powerful, right? Imagine how we would live if we knew God was with us all the time. I mean, I know you could probably remember a time when you in your life when something happened and maybe it was just too coincidental and you're like, man, that's God. That had to be God. This was God. I know I experienced moments like that when things just work out miraculously or something I was praying for happens the next day. I'm like, man, that's God. So there's always moments in our life when we recognize that God is with us, when we recognize that, man, God is here, God is present. Wow, I can't believe this happened. My prayers got answered or God came through. And so there's moments I'm sure you can think of when you have experienced the presence of God being real. I mean, whether it's an answer to prayer, a church service, reading your Bible, just you and your secret place, praying to God, whatever it is. Maybe it's on a family vacation. Maybe it's on the beach with friends. You just, man, God is here. God is in this place in nature. I can sense God's presence so much in nature. I love it. 
So I know there's moments in our life when we are aware that God is with us, that God is here. And that's the power of Christmas. But what's even more powerful is that the Bible says that Jesus, when he he didn't just come to live, but he died on the cross for us, right? So when he died on the cross for our sins, he was separated from God's presence. And as he was separated from God's presence, he says he was separated so that we never have to be separated from God, that God promised he will never leave us or forsake us. So that's a powerful truth, right? To know that God is always with us all the time. But imagine how we would live if we knew God was with us all the time. Because I know just as much as you could think of times when you've experienced God's presence and you know, oh, God was there, God was with you. I'm sure there's times when you could think of in your life when you were probably wondering, where the heck are you, God? Where are you? Do you even hear me anymore? Can you hear me? Are you there? Show me you're aware of what's happening in my life. So I'm sure you can, just like me, I can think of times where I'm like, God is so close. And other times like, God, where are you? And the truth of the matter is that he never leaves us or forsakes us. He's always with us, right? So if that's the case, the difference is when we experience God's presence and when we don't, it's not that God's not there. It's that we're just not aware of it. We're not aware of his presence. And if we can always be aware of his presence, man, think about, imagine how life would be if we can stay aware of his presence all the time. I remember many, many years ago when I was, uh, I don't know, early 20s, I was really studying God's presence and learning about God's presence. I remember one of the books I read, it said to have a wristband on you, and it said the letters PTP on the wristband, and it said practice the presence of God. It was a reminder to remember to be aware of God's presence, because when you are aware of God's presence, you experience his presence more. So I had that, and I did it for weeks and weeks. I had this this wristband that said PTP. It was way better than WWJD when that wristband got popular. What would Jesus do? Now, that's cool. What would Jesus do is cool because it helps you to think like Jesus. But what's better than thinking like Jesus is realizing that Jesus is there, that he's with you. So PTP, I think, is cooler. Practice the presence. Practice the presence of God. Um, maybe we can make a cool one. Remember Jesus or Jesus is here. I don't know. You come up with a cool one. Uh, let me know what it is. Maybe we'll make some bracelets. But anyways, the point is when you are aware of God's presence, that's when you experience it. And so maybe you do need a reminder. Maybe you could make a bracelet. Maybe you could write something on your wrist or something like that that would remind you that God is with you because he is. He's really with you. And Today, I'm going to share a story with you in the Bible that really illustrates why God is with us, and it's so powerful. So check this out with me, okay? I think it's going to encourage you, empower you, and do some great things, hopefully get something to rise up on the inside of you, okay? So in Mark chapter 4, Jesus and his disciples were traveling by boat at night, and the Bible says that there was a great storm that beat against the boat so much that the boat actually was getting swamped. It was getting tons of water on the inside. And meanwhile, in this story, Jesus was literally sleeping, okay, on a cushion, the Bible says. So the disciples woke him up and said, don't you care if we drown, Jesus? 
The Bible says in this story, it's in Mark chapter four, that when they woke Jesus up, after he handled the storm, he literally stands on the boat and says to the storm, peace be still, and the storm just silenced, it stopped. And the Bible actually says the disciples got afraid, like, oh my gosh, who the heck is this guy? I mean, he literally just spoke in the storm, like, just gone, hushed. But then after that, very interesting thing happens. The Bible says that Jesus actually rebukes the disciples. He gets upset with them. And he turns to them and he says to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Now think about that. I mean, as God was showing me the story, I think about it. Why was Jesus so upset with them? I mean, they were in trouble. They were facing something they had you know, that was bigger than them, this big storm. They're in a little boat in a big ocean with the storm raging against them. And what do they do? They cry to Jesus. They go run into Jesus. Jesus, help, help. What are we supposed to do? Don't you care? We're going to drown. I mean, isn't that what God wants us to do, right? If we're in trouble, shouldn't we run to Jesus? If we're in trouble, shouldn't we cry out to Jesus? God, help. Help me, Jesus. There's a big storm. Help. And that's exactly what the disciples did, right? They were in a situation that was bigger than them, and they said, help, Jesus, help me, get me through this. And Jesus gets them through it, but then he rebukes them, and he says, do you have no faith? Do you still have no faith? Why are you so afraid? I mean, initially, it made me think, like, why the heck would Jesus get mad at these guys Aren't they doing what they're supposed to do? Cry out to God. And the truth is, maybe in the beginning of your relationship with Jesus, when you first meet him, maybe it's okay at that time to cry out to God for everything you need. But let me remind you, these are Jesus' disciples. These were men who have been walking with Jesus, spending every day watching and learning from him. You see, yes, God is with you all the time, but he's not with you so that you could just cry out to him whenever a storm arises. Like I said, maybe that's okay when you first meet Jesus, but what what are we supposed to do? Our Christian journey to follow God is to grow and to develop, to be like Jesus, right? You see, Jesus is with us, but he's not just with us to be like a genie, you know, whenever you need me, just rub the bottle three times and I will appear. I mean, that's not God's goal. Jesus is with us for more than that. He wants to be more than a genie to us. He's not here just to answer our every prayer. He's here to change us. He's here to revolutionize our world, our life. He's here to change us from the inside out. And how does he, he says, I'm here to be with you so that you can have courage. You could learn from me and be like me so that you could rise up and you can face the storm because I am with you. You see, God is with you, but where is he? According to the Bible, he's within you, right? He's inside of you. He's living in you. Why? So that through him, you can rise up and conquer the storm. So first off, back to this story. I bet Jesus wasn't even really sleeping. I mean, if you look at Jesus's character and style throughout the Bible, you'll see that he often tests the disciples to see what they'll do. Think of the story with the road to Emmaus, okay? Jesus was walking down the road with these 
two disciples. And the Bible says, if you read the story, look towards the end, and the Bible says that Jesus acted as if he was going further. And he wasn't planning on going further. He was just pretending until they called out and said, okay, you know, Jesus, can you please stay? See, he acted. The Bible literally says he pretended like he was going to keep going forward in hopes that they would pursue him. And I kind of feel like that's what God does with us sometimes in these tests, these tests that he gives us to build us, to empower us and encourage us. Let's go back to that story on the boat. Imagine what would have happened if while Jesus was, say he was pretending to sleep, what would have happened if one of his disciples would have rose up and says, you know what? If God is for me, who can be against me? And what if they realized who they were with God and rebuked the storm themselves? I tell you, that storm would have silenced. I bet Jesus was pretending to be asleep, hoping one of them would have learned from being with Jesus so much that someone would have stood up and said to the storm, peace be still. I bet Jesus would have stood up leaping and dancing and rejoicing, saying, yes, yes, you've got it. I mean, isn't that what happened with Peter when he walked down to the water? Peter, because of his faith, he was able to do something that no human being has ever done before. Walk on water. Wow, amazing. And so I feel like when God leads us on this test, you know, yes, he is there. And sometimes we may not feel it all the time, but he's there. He's with us. And the more we are aware that God is with us, that Emmanuel, God, is with us, the more we will experience his presence and know the truth of God's presence. But I'm here to tell you that God isn't just with you to give you goosebumps. God isn't just with you to make you feel good and tingly. Oh, God loves me. God is with me. No, but... I mean, that too, that's a good thing to know that God loves you, but he's not just here to give you goosebumps. God is here. He's in you. Why? So that you would realize who you are in him, so that you would rise up and conquer the storms of your life. Friends, it is time for you to rise up and face those challenges that we feel we cannot conquer. We cannot control, or we cannot overcome. God is with you, Emmanuel. This powerful miracle of Christmas isn't here just to make you feel good and at Christmas time, but God is with you to change your life. He's with you to come inside of your world to change who you are so that you can realize that you are a new creation in Christ. Isn't that what the Bible says? Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. What is this new creation? This new creation has the same power that Jesus had to speak to the storms to be silenced. Jesus said, he who believes will speak to the mountain and say, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will be done. I'm telling you, Jesus said, signs and wonders will follow those who believe in my name. Jesus is with you. That's the miracle of Christmas, but he's not just with you to give you goosebumps. He's not just with you so you can cry out to him all the time. Now, again, in the beginning, when you're first getting to know God, that's important. You cry out to God and he will answer you. He will come forth mightily to show you he's real, to show you he's there, 
But there comes a time when, like the disciples, they, they weren't just ordinary people. They were people that Jesus was training and developing. When you've been walking with God for a moment, for a season, God is starting to train and develop you. He wants you to advance. He wants you to grow. He wants you to realize that he's not just with you to be your personal genie. He's with you to live inside of you, to help you realize who you are in Christ to the point where you can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let me say that again or say it with me. I, that means you, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength, who is your source, who is inside of you. And this is the powerful miracle of Christmas. So I want to encourage you this week of Christmas that God is with you. Be aware of that. Remember, practice the presence of God. If you got to write that down somewhere or maybe on your phone, put PTP, something to remind you that God is with you, right? Maybe write Emmanuel. God is with you. If your name is Emmanuel, then you are lucky. (laughs) Just say your name and you remember God's with you. Whatever it takes, just remember that God is with you. But then remember why God is with you. Why is God with you? He's with you not just to make you feel amazing, but he's with you to revolutionize your world. He's with you to give you a new identity. He's with you so that you can be a new creation, a new creation who is bold, who is powerful, who is strong, who is confident, a new creation who overcomes, a new creation who isn't afraid of the storm, but can face the storm dead on and say, peace, be still, and watch the storm dwindle before you because God is inside of you to give you power to live a powerful life. So conquer the storms of your life. Don't allow the storms to cause you to be fearful and crushed and diminished under the weight of anxiety and concern, but let the miracle of Christmas cause the fear to disintegrate. Let the miracle of Christmas cause faith to rise up inside of you so that you can realize I'm here to conquer some storms. I'm here to walk on water. I'm here to overcome because that's God's purpose for you. That's what he has for you. That's what he wants for you. That is why he is with you so that you can rise up in power and strength and be a light in this dark world. This world is waiting for you to rise up to be that light. So I pray you're encouraged and strengthened this Christmas. God bless you. If this podcast encouraged you, share it with a friend, a comment on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, wherever you can find us. We're all over the place. Be sure to drop a comment. Let us know you love this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. So until then, my friends, cheers to your good life.